0: Hello, sanitizer. Yes, how, me. <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh,
1: it's uh, finally the heat has started to subside in Montreal, and uh, I know you mentioned you you had been here for a bit, but it gets hot. It gets hot, and it's such an extremity that it's just my brain shuts down for a few weeks, and I'm just absolutely useless. So I I feel like I'm human again.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's it's good. Uh, Montreal. Uh, Anyway, before we get into this, maybe just introduce yourself a little bit, sure. um, uh, your musical background, where you're coming from, because people might not know you yet. Um, not, me, yeah. not They might.
1: Shocking. Anyways, the uh, okay, so my history with music is a long one. I come from a very musical family. Um, I'm not from Montreal. I've, been, I've lived here for five years now. Um, I'm from... a. Uh, a small island Newfoundland it's on the east coast of canada it's a province a very musical place the um so my history music history i was actually a jazz musician for for years i played stand up bass upright mm-hmm. bass that's what my 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 friends joke i'm the shortest stand up bass player ever but um, <laughs> the uh, how, how uh, tall yeah. are you how tall I, are you I'm, I'm five, eight. So like normally, which is, I, I guess is, you know, not that short, but like the, uh, like every all the bases that I knew were like, like easily six, six feet tall. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm just like, uh, like, uh, I'm speaking from my small experience, but, um, no pun intended, but the, uh, yeah, there's a, I guess there was a bit of a, a bit of a joke because uh, I was shorter than my instrument. So like, um, that was, uh, my friends love that, but I digress. I, uh, yeah, I played in a jazz combos for years. Um, We did quite well, actually. But um, jazz, I I love jazz. I always will. But it was, uh, I guess I had more fun. I I, I did a lot of switching around from genres throughout the years. Like I was in jazz, but then I I moved to Toronto for a few years with a punk band. I was the electric bassist for a band called The Sketch, and that was a lot of fun. We uh, uh, had a bit of a reputation for being partiers um, doing we, we, we. uh, put a lot of emphasis besides the music on like our stage performances, we would uh, dress up in really fun costumes. Um, that was a lot of fun. But um, unfortunately that, that, I guess uh, we were all in our early twenties, so we were all pretty disorganized. So I think if we had had more discipline, I think we probably could have stuck it out a lot longer, but unfortunately that uh, disbanded. Um, and then from there, I uh, lived in British Columbia for a bit Um <laughs> Just a, a, a guitar teacher. I, I'm I'm a guitar teacher, and my like that's not my day job, but uh, it is how I uh, in various cities I, I made uh you know I paid my bills um, just teaching t- teaching families and stuff uh, children um, teenagers mostly, uh, but sometimes I'd get like um like the occasional like um uh, I guess older person who always wanted to learn and they wanted a comfortable environment, so I would uh, uh, teach them Johnny Cash or whatever you know I'd learn the songs they liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I moved to Montreal. Uh, I was actually in a two-piece uh, country punk duo. It was I played guitar and I sang, and my one of my really really good friends played banjo and he sang, and that was really cool. And we were, I don't know how much you remember of Montreal, but um, Montreal is really friendly to buskers, uh, people yeah, who like play.
0: That yeah, so that's how Montreal I bus- Montreal is really friendly. Period.
1: I, yeah, I think so. I agree. The uh, I've lived in a couple of cities in Montreal. I think Montreal con- is is looking like it's going to be my permanent city. It's going to be my home base, unless mm-hmm. things change, of course. As it stands, um, yeah, Mon- Montreal is an amazing amazing place for musicians. Um, yeah, like there's just so many ways you can like uh you can make money with music in Montreal. I mean, you can do it in other cities too, but Montreal is really set up for it. Like the the busking program in Montreal is is fantastic. Uh, all the metros have. Um kind of uh, all the metro stations, not all of them, but a lot of them have specific areas dedicated mm-hmm. to, to to for buskers, which mm-hmm. is fantastic I didn't and see they're that also
0: heated to... during the winter because we uh, have you had a winter in Montreal yet oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah because they are long and we're really i mean I, I remember longing for the sun you know oh, and uh, yeah. anyway so the the subways are heated and you have these underground cities basically it's it's really yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's a really strange cool uh, i love montreal but oh, okay yeah. uh, just just continue sorry sorry I, no
1: problem no. oh interrupt me anytime don't worry i i'm i talk a lot so like i'll get back to it the, um, <laughs> and, and and anybody will tell you from uh, from where i'm from we're very musical we're very chatty you know where mm-hmm. we, 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 like, we like to talk a lot but uh and, and i think that's a good thing but um yeah any, I, anyway so montreal busking that's where i I, I paid my bills doing that. Like it was, it was amazing. I paid my rent and bills. Like for the first time in my life, I think I'd been able to actually um, successfully pay for my uh, my life with uh, with music. And it uh, it was it wasn't always easy, as as you pointed out. The winters were uh, are are tough here and long. Um, so you do need to know where to go. But there is like it's it's actually pretty organized. Uh, like there are you have to like to be able to busk. You need to uh, sign up, like you need to communicate with the other buskers. Like there mm-hmm. are, de- like the dedicated time slots for everybody, so it's very organized. Uh, sometimes pe- some some people don't always um, adhere to the organization, and that can be stressful. Like if you sign up, if you you have to wake up early, you have to wake up at five in the morning. You'd have to get to these metro stations as soon as they open. You have to be waiting outside the door for them to open, and you get in, and there's a, a sign-up sheet. If the sign-up sheet's not there, you make it. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a do-it-yourself community. Um, mm-hmm. now if you show up, uh, and yeah, if you show up without signing anything, you just kind of walk on in, like you own the place, like people are going to have problems. People are going to say something. Uh, so you want, you don't want that. Like you, you don't want to like, uh, especially if you're, you know, a new young guy in town and I'm Anglophone and this is obviously a French city. Um, and mm-hmm. personally, I'm not going to get into that. I've never had any sort of problems. I love, I love the people here. Everyone's been super amazing. But you don't want to piss anybody off right away, especially. So you Tabernak. like knock. <laughs> you, oh, you'll get that. You'll get that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you you know, you understand. The um but yeah, so I, I, I strive really hard to be a part of the community here and I've made a lot mm-hmm. of friends. Um, how so how
0: long have you been in Montreal now?
1: About five years now. Oh, I've been, okay. I've been, yeah, well, it's I've been a, a long period. time. Mm-hmm. A long time. But I had a break in the middle. I I lived in Paris. I lived in Europe actually. Uh mm-hmm. in Paris for a year and uh i was a guitar teacher there as well and it, uh i think i had an advantage there because I, being an english speaker it was kind of like a, a double win like like fairly wealthy families would want their children to learn guitar but also practice their english mm-hmm. so it was at, like um uh, I, I was a bit of a you know a, a double teacher there for a lot of people but uh uh yeah so paris was amazing but uh, uh montreal's my home you know i, I love montreal it, it's so it like it, it's my city it's 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 a affordable it's very kind to musicians Mm -hmm. here um i mean it the winter is not kind to anybody here but uh you you find ways uh the uh yeah i mean obviously during coronavirus uh things and montreal was hit hardest during the whole thing um i mean it's still kind of going on and i'm sure it'll it'll come back but it's uh so live shows have obviously i'm sure for all around the world live shows have just died but the uh Mm -hmm. here um when it's not coronavirus i mean prior to this, it's a great place. Like the, uh, there's so many places you can play, um, no matter what your, your genre is, no matter what your niche, there's always going to be a group for, there's always a group for you here. Like that's what I've, I've lived in many cities and I found Montreal. You, you can be like, um, you can you, like the club scenes are good, but there's also like the underground punk bars are amazing. Uh, there's always outdoor shows, indoor shows, obviously is like, I don't know, like Montreal, like from my personal experience is the friendliest city Two musicians and artists, and I would highly recommend any Canadian or anybody
0: really to experience. I, I, I completely agree. You know, this is um, if you. I, I was just talking with a with a coworker today about it because Montreal, Montreal, is mm. is the city. If you ask me where I would, you know, where if I need to vacate from Germany and I need to go somewhere, I would go to Montreal. It's it's uh, it's just it's so friendly. It's so open. And affordable. It was one of the best. Yeah, and orderly. I, I remember I was, I was there in wintertime, you know, and uh, and then uh, there was like 40 centimeters of snow or even 50 centimeters in one night, right? Yeah. And it was really, and, and I was, um, oh, how, how can you ever walk on the sidewalk? And in, in two days, they scrape everything. They have little things, you know, that kind of put, and they, they, uh, they truck it out of a, uh, of a town and you know, as I as I moved there, sorry, when uh, I let <laughs> I'll give it back to you, when I moved there, I was uh, living with three Chinese guys, you know, um, and and they told me I was moving there in the summertime, and we were like, uh, oh, and we, we we picked this place because it's very close to the metro, yeah. Um, so you know, you don't have to walk much, uh, uh, and I was like, oh, these guys were really, you know. Um lazy, and then I realized what they meant you know in the winter time it's really oh. an advantage oh. if you can go right into the metro and you know and then go everywhere from in between the metro uh, or from, from oh. inside the metro
1: i mean yeah like if, if if it's if the metro's like ten minutes away and the, the weather's bad enough you mm-hmm. you might not make it, you know what i mean it's like the uh, like you'll you'll like the, the snow is one problem, but like ice i find like where I come from, the snow is actually worse, but it doesn't get as like uh icy and dangerous i do find montreal yeah it can like the sidewalks can be just like they'll get rid of the snow but then they mm-hmm. have it covered in a layer of ice and then especially if you're carrying instruments and equipment and stuff it mm-hmm. can be they're be a bit treacherous but uh yeah um I, I again besides the winter like like you learn you learn how to get through the winter um yeah. you learn how to seal up your house because, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I would recommend Montreal to anybody, anybody who uh, obviously, again, I, not now with coronavirus, but all things being equal, I would recommend um, anybody who's who's uh, uh, from from starving artists to, uh, you know, you just want to come to a big city.
0: Um, Montreal is the place, it is the mm-hmm. place to be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the funny thing for me was, as I, as I was living there, that um, it was actually quite tough to meet real Quebecois, you know. I, I met so many foreigners because there are so many foreigners there, you know, and, and this was also great because we helped each other, you know. We have this, I don't know if you used this, we have, or if it's still going on, we had this uh, free French lessons for foreigners. Yeah. So I could get, you know, free French lessons and it, it was, you know, everyone helped each other. It was great. And I, I met a few Quebecois, of course, but mostly I met... Foreigners from all over the world. It was such a melting pot. I I really I, it was it was a great experience. I really loved it.
1: I had a similar experience to that. I mean, in Montreal, of course, but in Paris, actually. And I, so, anybody who has like been an expat in Paris might understand. Um, it's it's very similar in in Montreal. Yeah, of, as you pointed out, like you might not actually meet that many people who are Quebecois. Like Montreal is a city of what four million, including the greater area, um, mm-hmm. and, and uh, but the rising, the most, the quickest growing languages are Arabic, for example. The, um, so like Montreal, I- as you pointed out, is people from all over the world. It's an amazing city. Um, you will, you will find many people from other cities who are in the same position as you. So it's easy to make friends, um, who like are both you're trying, you're trying to learn French, for example, or you're trying to, uh, um, getting an apartment can be kind of, uh, crazy here because, uh. I, 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 I can't say exactly why yet. Yeah, it's, it's still a mystery, but it, it's um, you have to lock down apartments and it's very helpful to know other people who might be able to say, hey, listen, my friend, uh, my friend's moving out, um, mm-hmm. check, check this place out. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, like the, the, the groups of expats and stuff like those will, uh, you'll find similarities in, it's, it's an international city. Like you'll find similar mm-hmm. Paris, I'm sure Berlin exact uh,
0: it play, are, are you in Berlin, like you said you're No, in no, Berlin. no. I, I'm, I'm gotcha. in Germany. Uh, I'm 300 kilometers away from Berlin. I'm in a small city. It's called Jena. Okay. Um, we had, you know, we have some, some rise to fame here uh, that we were the first planetarium. I don't know how to say it. Uh, the first, there's a lot of optical stuff we do here. And um, um, so a- anyway. I don't, you know, I want to I wanna go back to you yep. because I, I, yeah, yeah. I, it was my fault. I distracted you. No, um, no. Please, please go on. I want to, to get to, uh, so we were at the, your your duo, your folk punk uh, duo kind of yep. um, with your guy who, with your friend who plays the banjo. Yep. And because I want to go, I want to get to where I met you basically uh, because I met you as sanitizer and so uh please go on to to get to this point so that we can sure. talk about it
1: yeah gladly the uh, now a big part of sanitizer obviously is uh it um the aesthetic and the branding and just the feel in the mood a lot of it came from um i guess well, coronavirus uh, sanitizer obviously but um, <laughs> it just obviously like i mean i don't want to talk too much about politics or anything but it's it, there is a bit of a, like a, a cloud over the earth right now. Everyone's uh, not certain about the future. And that's, and that, and that is really what I'm capturing is just the, the sheer uncertainty. It, like, are we going to be okay? I personally think that a lot of us will be okay. Um, but things are different and, uh, things will be different. And that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. Now it's an electronic, um, industrial, uh, with a lot of, I, I try and take, uh, influences from EBM, for example. Um, mm-hmm just a uh some repetitive noise um but very rhythmic um my i personally like writing melodies has never been my strong suit i've always been a lot more trying to capture the rhythm and the <clears> movement <throat> of uh of, of the music that i'm trying to create but um uh yeah like uh, it as you now know like a lot of my history is is kind of all over the place so i i'm doing my best to try and uh take from my previous experiences and and incorporate that into my music now you've only actually heard uh, like one song possibly yeah. a couple <laughs> on, my, uh, on my SoundCloud but uh, yep. that's more of my direction is uh, now I, I want to get my brother plays cello for example I want to get him um, to I want to for example I want to try and loop his cello playing oh, and yeah. add cool be effects nice, and yeah. stuff. But yeah it would mm-hmm. be, be gorgeous it's trying to get a real ringing sound Um like most of my music, like you can't really see much. I got a, I got a keyboard behind me. I have a guitar Mm -hmm. and a piece over there. Uh, most of my music right now is, uh, is just from my, uh, it's synthesized from my DAW, uh, Ableton. I use Ableton, um, which is absolutely completely different from what I used to do. Uh, like I'm not used to just creating music by myself in my room. I, I've never really been much of a bedroom producer as people call it. I've always been with bands. I've always been with other people Mm -hmm. like uh, touring, doing shows. Um, uh, partying i guess like you know uh, you know it's all part of it it's all part of it like mm-hmm. it's, it, it, very important i think um but don't party too much that's you know it's, some people go that way but uh yeah but so now it's a completely new experience and i think uh, it's it's i was kind of forced into it a little bit by um the pandemic uh i was i had actually intended my brother also lives in montreal and we had intended it on doing a two piece band um but because of um quarantine and stuff we just never found the time obviously and you know we 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 want to be responsible so we weren't going to each other's houses for months like i hadn't seen anybody for months uh but so i had to kind of learn how to do it on my own Uh, like uh, i was always i I was always pretty good with like a variety of instruments my father is a drummer he's an amazing drummer uh and my brother is a cellist uh i I play bass stand-up bass piano uh guitar um so i've always had a, a variety of instruments so i i find myself kind of privileged i'm able to bring all those uh, experiences and sounds and all the instruments that I did learn into um, in, in, into my bedroom producing essentially and uh, yeah so it's again it's it's, it's, a, it's a completely different experience going from being in studios doing live shows playing uh, uh, busking for example um, to just being by myself in my room trying my best to uh, promote my, myself on the on the internet so if anything you've actually caught me at a really interesting time because this is uh, the start of my journey, learning how to modernize myself into the new music industry, mm-hmm. um, which, which so I've been doing a lot of research and and a lot of growing um, in, in that direction. Like it used to be, like at one point in my life, I was standing on the side of the road with CDs, you know what I mean? Like trying to like mm-hmm. and like that didn't really work out at the time. It definitely wouldn't work now. But uh, so I, I don't know if people would do that uh, all that much anymore. Playing shows is fantastic, but you can't do that now either. So uh, yeah, it's it, it, like you're witnessing a lot of, um, uh, hopefully not too much of a scramble, but I'm, I'm trying to modernize myself, uh, trying to, uh, allow myself to, um, uh, be ready for like any, any future changes like Spotify. I'm having to learn, learn a lot about Spotify. Mm -hmm. All that was like, before I started this adventure, a lot of that was, uh, kind of background noise and you can't ignore it anymore like the mm-hmm. uh i like I, I had all these plans for tours and stuff and that just uh I, again someday i would I, like you you would have to do it as far as i know but um yeah like like it, it's it's this whole project is a lot of like just trying to be uh a modern forward-looking project and musician and rather than trying to like figure out what previous musicians are doing i'm
0: trying to learn uh trying to learn new ways to do things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And kind of this a pandemic forced you to your <laughs> bedroom basically. So yep. and and now you have to because you cannot play shows anymore, I or busking or something. So you, you try to figure this out.
1: So and, and yep. you're on,
0: on SoundCloud? And yep. you you're not you're not on uh, on Spotify yet. I, you... I
1: I am now on Spotify as of like a like between the time like you and I were talking, I, I put a demo on there so I can claim my profile because mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to be able to uh, push my my songs to uh, the playlist curated by the editing team. And that's from my understanding. Now mm-hmm. that is a huge way you can boost your uh, boost your audience. Uh, it, it's uh, just I guess playing the game. I guess with uh, with Spotify, like it, you'll you'll push a song out uh, weeks in advance. Um, and so you can, uh, submit it to the editorial team and, and if, you know, if it works out for you, they can put you on, uh, many curated playlists that would reach many, many people. Um, mm-hmm. I, like, I, I've, I've read lots of, uh, positive reports and stuff about, uh, that these, these, uh, you know, this, this tactic, uh, also, uh, trying to, uh, trying to like my, my small audience, uh, like the people a couple of people who know who I am trying to get them to, uh, pre-save my song. All the, you know, it, it 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 seems like it seems like just the hustle. It's more of the hustle, but it's a new kind of hustle. Whereas before, I would have um, gone to a show, for example, and and, and spoken to people and, and maybe handed out a CD or eventually that became a flash drive, a USB drive with some of my MP3s. Um, I mean, I think now looking back, like I think that's kind of crazy because if, if someone handed me a flash drive, anything could be on that. So like I don't know, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, it's just yeah. trying to do what anything you can but now a lot of my uh uh, networking is completely online like from my home so it almost feels like it's uh not like always effective but like then i see my streams go up from uh from you know uh some playlists i might have reached out to or uh yeah so it's so there's a huge learning experience and i think Mm -hmm. this i think a lot of people are finding this frustrating um some people find it really easy uh and i see like a lot of people who are like in and maybe I'm just insecure about, you know, um, my own success sometimes. But I see a lot of people who are a bit younger who are just kind of have more of a knack for this kind of thing. Um, just uh, share, like like growing an audience through YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and then funneling those fans into your Spotify and using those people mm-hmm. to really boost you up in the algorithm. It's all about algorithms and stuff these days as well. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that I'm trying to learn. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I just yeah. had a had a talk the other day with uh, another musician about it because you know i'm i'm kind of what i'm doing here is basically also kind of being an influencer and uh, i also have my own playlist so that's why i ask also i want to put your music on my playlist and i started the playlist from scratch you know i started by zero and i have it now with uh, 1200 followers it so does, i though. mean yeah it's 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 um, and and we, we talked about how i got from zero to where and I was—it's was really, you know, it's a lot of um, how you say grunt work, or you know, really just doing the grind. You know, I wrote to over nine hundred people to get my first three hundred followers and stuff. So, um, you know, it's—it's it's, uh, like you said, it's—it's it's a new game. It's um, sometimes I dislike it because it's, oh man, do I really have to do that? Yeah. I guess you—you you have the same like. Uh, I just want to make music right and and let the music speak for 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 itself but on the other hand if you don't do anything today people can make music on their smartphones and and say oh that's my song you know and they just changed the what whatever you know the drum pattern and yeah. um, so you know it's there's an ocean there's a real big flat and uh, f- flat and, and avalanche of music, so you need to to kind of stick out and uh, and this is kind of what I'm trying to do also. You know, I try to feature artists I f- find interesting, and I have a very small following, but it grows, and you know, uh, uh, every little things help. So that's why I wanna uh, I will put your your song later on my um, playlist if I find it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean,
1: you, you hit it right there. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it can be frustrating, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think, uh, it's going to, it's, it, we're in the adjustment period. This is like, it, it really feels like only like, only like I'm through my research articles, only like five or six years ago are people like, were people kind of mentioning Spotify. Okay. Like, uh, Spotify is definitely something you have to consider. And now it's, it's the thing to consider. It's, if, mm-hmm. uh, if, uh, like all roads lead to Spotify. It feels like the, uh, if you're not uh, actively trying to funnel your fans into uh, Spotify or some platform, like as I don't know what else could be as big as Spotify right now. Honestly, like it's, that's, I mean, you have other platforms like uh, Deezer or, or Google play or iTunes, but they all seem kind of secondary to Spotify right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's just, how, how do you get people in the door? And, uh, that's what, uh, that's why I appreciate, uh, uh, talk shows like what, what you have. I, I was going through a couple of your previous shows and they had some very, very helpful, uh, Alex, I think one of them was in was like a very helpful tips yep. on uh, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud rather, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it's like, how, how do you stand out from the crowd? And that's, uh, like before it was like, how do, how did we stand on the crowd? Like my old punk band, we had no problem doing that. We would like, uh, uh, we would like, we would all wear like, uh, ripped up wedding dresses with blood all over our faces and throw like, uh, you know, stuff into the audience. And we'd have, we had beer gun like water guns full of beer and stuff like that. You know, we'd just do, mm-hmm. we do crazy things. And like that would, people would remember that people would like come to the shows. People would stop me in the streets and be like, Hey, I saw your, your act. And that was really cool. Um, they might not even be talking about the music all the time. I mean, I, I know the music was good. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so like, you you I, might not be
0: very objective, but <laughs> I I I not yeah. uh, <laughs> I,
1: I I like obviously we all like to think we're objective, but no, I understand. I'm completely biased. No,
0: it's just joking.
1: No, of course. The uh, yeah, so I'm still learning at this point how to stand out. And uh, uh, one thing I want to experiment with is actually live shows um, through YouTube, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I I've, I've been paying attention to a couple of. Uh, uh, a couple of artists that uh, has been doing some live shows, and a couple of big names from previous eras who are starting to like, uh, I guess, trying to find ways to stay relevant. Like, uh, I don't know, like, now I was never really a huge fan of his, of his but his like little live shows on YouTube are actually really funny. Um, little John, like, uh, mm-hmm. he's been, like, you know, everyone knows who he is. Uh, I don't know if anyone actually likes his music all that much, maybe uh, personally, but he's been doing these live shows. I, they're just so like so interesting like i don't like the music but i can't take my eyes off it because it, it just he uh uh i don't know it, it just there is something to say about actually watching the people make the music uh or i guess in his case just play the music live uh so i'm thinking i'm, I'm leaning towards that uh, mm-hmm. as well i think because like, we really don't know how long this stuff is going to be going on for I, I know this is i'm not going to turn this into a huge conversation about coronavirus but that has affected i i'm uh, as you know it has affected everybody mm-hmm. um it's just it, it's changed the game uh and we don't know if it's going to be a long-term thing if it's going to keep coming back so i i would recommend to anybody uh, uh to try and solidify your online presence uh and to try and make like I, I see people having shows with tens of thousands of people uh just watching from their living room and you can and they they can donate in i mean they're not paying anything a lot of the time to see the show but you know, these people can actually make. Uh, I, I see people making hundreds of dollars uh, a night, um, mm-hmm. just uh, receiving donations uh, on YouTube. They're called mm-hmm. super chats. Um, uh, it, it's incredible, and I, I really feel that. Ah, uh, yeah, to, to you really need to capitalize on these changes early. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why I'm working hard now, so I can I can establish myself, or at least even if you don't have a huge audience, at least get good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a whole different ballgame. It can be really awkward sometimes if you're if you're trying to like like keep an audience captivated but it's even more awkward when like you're in your living room and they're in their living room and they're not kind of like if if you have like 100 people in a bar you know they're there they're not they're not likely going to leave um maybe really bad maybe they will but uh i i lucky i've never had that happen to me i've never had a, a bar clear out but uh like i i've seen i've seen people with shows they might have 100 people watching and as soon as they stop, like all these people are just gone, and they have to ha- try, have to try it again. So that's another learning experience as well. Like, how do you get people in the door? How do you keep people in the door um, when they have so many options? They, they mm-hmm. like, if, if the moment they get bored, they can just switch to a different channel. Um, so that's another experience. That, that's another, uh, um, in, 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 another learning experience, I guess. Yeah, that that everyone's going to have to kind of take up.
0: Yep. No, I, I got it. So, but I mean, you, you seem to have a, put a lot of thought in, into this already. I mean, um, be, because you cannot basking anymore, I guess. That's that's why um, you checked other people how to do things. Um, I wanted to say something and I forgot. Um, but, okay, let's <laughs> circle back to the beginning of our conversation because you said you started in jazz bands, and this is a little bit odd for me because jazz is kind of you know the the, the highest level of music you can kind of get to and then later you st- uh, you played in punk bands so um, you know it's kind of backwards for me <laughs> Uh how so you got a very good musical education from your home or uh, how how did it happen
1: well uh, I guess like to to demystify that i mean i was doing all this as a teenager right like i like i started in, in jazz as a teenager which is amazing what an amazing experience and i love it i love jazz i love playing it but i i was a teenager you know i i wanted to drink and party you know and uh, the jazz clubs were cool the jazz places we would play but they're a lot more formal um i found uh and i guess it's not like i wasn't playing like these jazz bars like you would have got in like the uh I guess 40s 50s and 60s and, and moving forward like it was like a lot of these jazz clubs I would go to were very calm you know very like it was a uh, Not exactly how I wanted to rebel and so mm, more I, like
0: a lounge kind of thing. Yeah, or whatever Yeah,
1: hmm. and a lot of stage performances, which is gr- amazing But the, these were like not like shows per se like it, you didn't have people up and dancing and that wasn't like that that's I, I wanted to get people up and dancing a lot more like I had a I guess it's just the kind of like the places that I had found that we've been playing, which is a lot of fun, amazing experiences, um, just wasn't giving me that kind of energy that I had been looking for at that part of my life. Um, So I remember I had actually, I forgot a part, I was actually in kind of like just a rock band, a general rock band, um, uh, indie, I guess. For a while, uh, for a couple of years, because just through like uh, associations, friends of mine had, uh, and, and being a bass player, I, I don't know, if, like it's the same where you guys are, but like I, I
0: know, I know, a bass player, you know, if you if you're a good, it's. The best is the drummer. If a drummer, um, you know, has like five bands usually, if he's really yeah. good, yeah. and the bass player, yeah, he has a lot of oh, bands yeah. usually. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I, I, I always felt bad for drummers because they have so much equipment. They have so much to deal with. The uh, and, and I see, I see this because my, my, my dad is a drummer, right? And mm-hmm. he, uh, so I've always, I grew up just watching him just pack it all up, like take it to a show, uh, take it to a jam, his friend's house, or like band practice. Um, and now a lot of the places that. I, I, we would play, would have a, most of a drum set, but sometimes like, you know, like, uh, the drummer would have to like taxi all his stuff down. So I always felt pretty, pretty lucky that I had, a, as a bassist, um, and I would recommend anybody starting off to take, take a bass. Um, I mean, I'm biased again, but I found that I got a lot of the same respect that drummers got, not quite as much because like, it's like, I understand, don't, don't get me wrong, but, um, I didn't have to deal with all that extra stuff. So yeah. like, uh, I would just kind of show up with, my um and being a bass a lot of the times you can just direct input like uh you, you wouldn't even need to uh, have an amp also for some of these shows they'd be like oh the bass player just show up with your bass and we'll plug you in um and then the drummer on the, yeah it was always way harder so I, I got the best of both worlds i would have a lot of people asking me to be in their bands but i wouldn't have to do all that extra work a drummer would have to do mm-hmm. um uh per se and uh yeah, so I was in this—I was just in the kind of a rock band of sorts, and and my hometown, St. John's, St. John's, Newfoundland, is not that big. Uh, so, if you play a couple of bars, then you're going to start to see some of the same circles, mm-hmm. same, group same of people, same faces, basically. Same faces, and mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what had happened. I'm sure there was lots of beer involved, but <laughs> I uh, uh, ended up in a punk band, a ska punk band. Now, oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and we were we were all dishwashers. That's what that was. What the appeal? Like all of us were dishwashers for our own respective restaurants that we worked at. So we called ourselves the Dish Pit Mafia. And uh, yeah, so that that band is what got me into a into the real punk scene because they, they wanted me to play because I was I had obviously shown I guess some skill as a bass player coming from jazz. Um, a lot of the punk bassists wouldn't be able to do the the more complex
0: yeah, but, uh, but Scar is, is important. The, the bass is quite important because the, the oh, guitar usually just plays, you know, it, 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 it. very, <laughs> very simple. And, and uh, the, I think the bass is the most important in ska. If if you have a horn section or something, of course, they are also important, but usually uh, bass. Yeah, it's more bass-driven.
1: Yeah, now, now to find horn players that were willing to, to do our antics on stage was, uh, like, we couldn't find too many of them. So I'm sure they're out there, but, like, we... Uh, like the ska community where i come from was mostly punk rockers who um just did other things as well Uh, i found it hard to find jazz musicians or other horn players and i knew a fair amount i I found it hard for them to come to us Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of people try and you know learn trumpet and never never worked out well anyway so i'm rambling but um uh yeah so that ska band uh yeah now i remember they uh they asked me to play because I could do some of those more complex, like do 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 like like uh just continuous, mm-hmm. uh just running high energy basslines. Um, and being on tempo was uh hard to come by in 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 a lot of that in in a lot of that community I found. So yeah, so that's how I got into uh punk rock. Uh, I mean, I was already listening to it anyways, but. Uh, yeah, so th- from there, I, I was introduced to a lot of other bands. There was a band, The Sketch, they were actually, that I joined. They'd been around for a few years. They'd already had a bit of a name for themselves, not just in my hometown, but uh, like in other cities around Canada as well. Um, so they asked me to play. And my the ska band had was starting to kind of fall apart a bit. So this punk band seemed really promising, and it was. And we, uh, we moved to Toronto together. Um, that was uh, an experience. And now Toronto is not the same as montreal for music for starters it's way more expensive to live so it's uh you have less room to uh uh like like it's every day you have to like try and make your money and you're going to be working some crappy job and that's i mean that's a given but in montreal i found it's less like you don't have to do that crappy side as much because everything's a lot cheaper to live here like the mm-hmm. apartments are cheaper uh transportation's cheaper uh uh, food's cheaper, like it, it's uh, it, it's just more affordable. So again, I'll tell any new musician to go to Montreal, not Toronto, for that reason. Toronto is a beautiful city, amazing place. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so I was in a punk band in Toronto, and that was uh, it, it was cool, but it just it just felt like that uh, we were always behind. Like it always like uh, I mean, we were all in our early twenties. We uh, uh just trying to learn how to navigate the big city while trying to ha- learn how to grow our band. Uh, and we're doing pretty good. Like we, 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 sold out a lot of shows, we played some big stages. Um, uh, we played for, we opened for some pretty cool Canadian punk bands, um, uh, over the years, but, uh, geez, I don't like, uh, it's been a while now, but, uh, the, yeah. So we, uh, we had a good time, but it just, I don't know, like, like it, I guess maybe we didn't take it seriously enough. when I look back, I, I, I always think like, Oh, if I was, my age now doing that we would have been so good we would have been so amazing but um uh, all in our 30s now and stuff but um but yeah so we we, we couldn't really uh, keep up with like uh, the the high costs of living in toronto and uh, we made a lot of mistakes like uh we like uh a lot of mistakes i wouldn't make now i wouldn't say like for example we would uh uh we would tour smaller towns smaller cities around toronto but we would always we wouldn't have our directions or we or or the we, we would uh forget stuff or we would uh we wouldn't um we we would be late not on purpose but we somehow we would end up like half an hour late for our own sets. it was just really embarrassing It was like really like uh uh you know it wasn't um, I we just didn't take it seriously and mm-hmm. uh i know that some people might think that comes with the punk but that's not true at all like like punk some the like, punk musicians are the most serious i've ever met like they uh they're very serious about uh uh, getting to the show on time, making sure everyone's there, making sure you get your posters up, making sure you get your uh, uh, the word out. You know, all the, all the bands paid properly. Like I found some of these guys to be very serious, so I, I would reject anybody's claim that punk musicians aren't serious. Mm-hmm. But I um, uh, I wasn't like definitely that's what, I wasn't serious enough back then and I and you know but I learned a lot and that's that's the important thing like what I learned from um, playing in these bands uh i like i have been able to absolutely carry forward uh i'm I'm pretty good with equipment now for example Mm -hmm. Uh, like when i joined these bands at first i was just like i basically just a drunk kid with a bass you know what i mean like i couldn't like uh I, i couldn't uh i couldn't tell you anything like um like i couldn't work with the sound guys that well but now i know i would be able to do much more effective uh uh, communicating with the sound guys, for example, uh, I would back then I couldn't I couldn't negotiate with uh, venue owners. Now I could definitely negotiate with venue owners. Uh, not right now, of course, because coronavirus. But mm. uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all a good experience. And I, uh, like, if there's any lesson to take away from all of that, is just like as long as you learn something from it and you take it on to your next project and you don't,
0: you know, you don't feel bad for yourself. Mm-hmm. I, th- I I, don't believe in any, any experience is a waste experience. It's, it's no, it's, it's really, I, I just was thinking the same. It's kind of this, all these experiences made you the person you are now. And it's always, you know, with, with hindsight, it's always easy to look back and I would have done this and that, you know, ask <laughs> you, I think I'm a little bit older than you, so don't ask me, you know, <laughs> I've been married before and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, in hindsight, I would have done a lot of things differently. But still, and I guess this is the good good point you you arrived on, is all this may make you the person you are now. And now you can do things better. And and like you said, I mean, you seem to have a plan right now. You have sanitizer, you, you want to conquer the Internet, you want to make a name for yourself. Um and, and you're doing the right stuff, you know. It's, uh, it, um, it's an ocean of music out there. So it's really hard to stand out. But if you don't try, you will never, I mean, you f- you fail right away, you know. So oh, yeah. don't, don't be dis- discouraged. Um, and, you know, I, I know really only this one song from you. And I like it a lot. So um, I will put it in my playlist. And whenever you have new stuff, I I will support you and we can do more interviews in the future. So um, I can do my little part and then you will meet other people. And see, see, that's maybe a a good point. I I always stress is um, you're doing this anyway because you already talked about your brother and stuff. Um, Collaborations, you know, just reach out to other other people. There's uh, a few... Not so nice people out there, you know, uh, who really think it's a it's a dog-eat-dog world, and you know, if if I'm if you're successful, uh, I'm less successful, and whatever. I don't really see it this way because there's so much, you know, like like you said in the beginning, there is there's a niche, uh, and and you know, and this is the, the good thing on the internet that you I have my. Um, uh, my h- highest uh, listener count in Mexico. I've never been in Mexico. I never been to uh, South America. Uh, okay, sorry, this is South America. But uh, um, anyway, I never been there, and and I have listeners there. So you know, for some reason, they they found me. So that's that's the beauty on it. You know, you can. Uh, you said it in in the uh, b- before that. Um, it's annoying and there's a lot of groundwork and grinding and stuff but on the other hand you and all the others have now the chance to do something uh, n- none could have done like 30 years ago or something, you needed a label you needed someone to push you and to believe in you and today you just need to believe in yourself and you know and hit slowly uh, the right buttons basically oh, but you're in you're a good way Totally. And I'd like
1: to touch on like, um, how, like just the business aspect of this whole thing. And, and I, I, think I've been fairly fortunate. Um, and again, uh, if I'm rambling if I'm off topic or anything, let, let me know, but I think I've been fairly <laughs> fortunate.
0: It's, it's our conversation here. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Um, business, I've always been fairly business minded. Um, I, uh, I, I've always like, not in the sense of like, Oh, how can I maximize profits? I mean a little bit, but like, uh, I'll, I'll admit, but I, I, I how do I explain this without coming off um, the wrong way? Like I'll, I have many friends who maybe, maybe upload a one song a year because it has to be perfect. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. And that might, and I, I can't speak for exactly how it was 20 or 30 years ago. Um, but it does, it does seem like a lot of people now just don't know how to handle the, 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 the new hustle where you're going to have to have something. You're, you you have a lot of competition. There's a lot of reach. Yeah. Of course, as you point out, you have friends, you have a, fans in Mexico, which is fantastic. Um, uh, you have the reach, but again, there's like the competition is so crazy that you have to be a lot more business minded than I think you would have otherwise. Like if, if you're just waiting to have the exact, the perfect moment, it's not yes. going to come. I don't <laughs> think it's going to come. Like the, uh, I think the perfect moment is when everyone's looking and, uh, and you have to try and like, for example, I, uh, I submit my song, um, to like, uh, a YouTube channel who I've been I've been watching for a couple of months and I've always really enjoyed the music there. And I felt my felt my song fit in pretty well. And I I submitted my song. And within one day I had like that song on their channel, not my channel, their channel, mm-hmm. uh, had a thousand a thousand views, which was wow, I thought it's one good day, congratulations. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank you. And and nothing in my time, as far as I'm aware of, nothing has ever received a thousand views in one day. Now, not all the comments, like most of the comments, were great. Like I had a lot of upvotes and stuff, which were great for great for the confidence. You're not going to please everybody, and that's another thing as well. I think we have to, we're going to have to have thicker skin. We're going to have to, mm-hmm. uh, in this new industry, we're going to have to be more tough, um, mm-hmm. because there, be, with that reach, with that out, that new reach that we all have, they're gonna, you're gonna find so many people who did not want to hear your song. You're gonna find people who did not appreciate um, what you, you know, the instruments you used or what or what you did. They might have a very specific um, uh, a very specific taste, uh, and yeah, and, and now people are more, for lack of like a better way to put it, the more at risk to hear music. I think that they didn't want to hear. Uh, so you might have more assholes uh, come out and be very vocal about how much they didn't like your music, but you can't like. You have to be strong, and you can't let those people... And
0: also the the internet, um, just, you know, because you're sitting at home and writing this, you know, to to a faceless person, it's much easier, you know? It's like, um, you know, the the bad comments, if they would tell me straight into my face, I believe it will not happen. Maybe only 10% of the bad comments will be straight to my face, uh, and, you know, I don't want to intimidate or something, but... um, you know, I'm I'm a very nice guy, and and I, um, yeah, I try to refrain from that. Even if I dislike a song, then I just don't listen to it anymore, and that that's it, you know. So there's no point in listening to something I don't like, and then yeah. p- telling you how much I dislike it and whatever, you know. But you're absolutely yeah. right. I'm I'm completely with you. We need a thicker skin, you know, because before it was, you know, if you just think of little. Um, like you were in your little town, you know, you had instant feedback from the crowd after you you got off stage, and you know this and that, and 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 now you get kind of the the feedback from from the world, and and you in the crowd. The difference for me is, you know, they went there, they, they wanted to see a show and, and they have this adrenaline and they have, you know, they, they, they have this feeling from this. But, you know, somebody else is, is munching some Doritos and, and listening to your stuff and is... Uh, I had a bad day. He just was fighting with his wife, and uh, the kids are annoying. And then, oh, and when he <laughs> listens to something that he doesn't like, And, oh, I'm gonna hit <laughs> this guy. You, you, you see what I mean? It's kind of yeah. um, you, you're so detached from from the, um, you, you're so far away from 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 the real source of the music. Um, but anyway, you, you got a right point. We need to be tougher, you know, not not take it so seriously.
1: Yeah. And as you pointed out, people can uh, completely anonymous, like nobody knows who is saying these things like it could be it could be anybody. And uh, so like and as you pointed out, they might have had a bad day. They just mm-hmm. might be an asshole like they like uh, if they didn't take the time to like come out to see your show and they're just home like, yeah, like they're, they're going to be brave. You know, they're going to they're going to say some stuff. And it's just like you just can't take it seriously. Like, I, like I'll, I'll talk about something else. That's not music for one second. I'll get back to it. Uh, my, my partner, my wife, she's a, she's an author, she's a writer and she has books on Amazon and some of them are doing really well. And, uh, uh, but then you have those people who just like for no reason, just like, they'll just give one star and not say anything. It's just mm-hmm. like, what was your purpose? Like, what, like, are you just trying to warn other people about this book, but you didn't say anything about it. And I guess it's like, uh, it, it's easy. It's easy for people to, uh, to be mean i guess and mm-hmm. and again that just gets back to my point like like you know screw them like whatever like have thick skin just keep keep pushing out the stuff you know what's good uh what's this quote i heard like if, if if you think it's beautiful maybe they will think it's beautiful so you you you, you post you put this music out if someone's going to be mean just uh you know just um Forget about it. You know what I mean? Just keep keep going. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll tell that to anybody. It's it, it's so easy to be mean to someone online these days. It just it doesn't count anymore. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if if the people are coming, and that's another thing too. If, if people are commenting and downvoting or whatever, it still boosts you in the algorithm. So I don't know what they're trying to
0: prove here. <laughs> it's true. It's actually good. It's, it's it's still bad publicity is is still publicity. You know, we, exactly. we will still talk about it and maybe send it even to their friends. Look at this asshole, you know, he makes such bad music. And then, yeah. you know, free more people listen to it and it becomes a yeah. viral sensation and, and they don't even know what we're doing. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, so what are your your plans now with Sanitizer? I guess uh, I only know this one song. I guess there will be more. So that uh, and like you said, you will work with your with your brother uh, on recording stuff now. So you you, are, you have less restrictions in Montreal right now with um, uh, Corona going on still.
1: Totally. And that's and that's one reason why I'm actually really enjoying working by myself, um, because I it's all de- dependent on me now. Like when I worked when I when I used to be in bands with other people, like it was great. Like the work would be split up. Mm-hmm. But if one like there's always going to be a time when someone's not a- available to do something. And that that like hinders the whole band, I find. Mm-hmm. So like working the, by myself
0: of uh, yeah
1: you got it, the bottlenecks like if, if um if someone like if we're recording like there's i don't know there's always some someone who has a has a, a problem you know and it's not not to be judgmental or anything like everyone has their stuff but if you're trying to get something done if you're trying to stay focused it's hard to focus with other people especially for me i uh, i always had trouble focusing um but now that i'm working by myself i'm able to actually just uh I just enter my office, um, just sit down and do my work, do my music, uh, and then uh, I, I have I have a, another guy who does my uh, audit, my mixing. I have a mix engineer because I'm of the like right now at the point I don't have like all the great equipment that I you know that my friend has, for example, who uh, like I like I pay him to uh, do my mixing and stuff. Uh, soon I like as I, I'm growing, uh, I'm going to be able to to properly mix and master my own demos um so I, I i'm trying to get like a trying to keep up trying to get a schedule trying to stick to mm-hmm. that schedule um uh yeah so just uh i, I want to be able to put out more demos and i also learned recently that spotify is not spotify is yeah a place where you put your good your polished tunes but it's also actually mm-hmm. a place where you can put your your demos not like your crappy demos mm-hmm. but like stuff that have a bit of work um because it's still a, a social media platform at the end of the day the uh uh it might not look exactly like the other ones but you can treat it as such um if that's what i'm discovering from my research anyways i now i'm going to be uh my plans for the future i'm definitely going to try and keep up with uh uh like probably a monthly schedule uh, would be ideal but i'm also going to try and put other things as well um like uh, uh artwork and videos and and stuff as well like i like to i like to feature other artists like the the cover that you that you um you Mm-hmm. that you saw for uh, hot pipes my my debut there uh, that was done by uh, a friend of mine and he's a like he's an actual graphic designer and I and he's living in Montreal and a mix of engineers in Montreal this whole piece everything mm-hmm. was done by someone in Montreal and I'm trying to keep it that way because I love Montreal I'm trying to support the communities here um, everyone's so great like there's so much talent here there's so much of raw talent in Montreal that it'd be a shame to not like it'd be criminal, I think, to, to, to not give the work to these guys, I, to, to find someone cheap online. I'd rather give it to a local who who, who has the talent. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to keep it all within Montreal. So, yeah, that, I, I guess to answer your question, I'm just just keep on keeping on. I'm like, do up um, all my online presence, have a good schedule, stick to that schedule, uh, collaborate, grow, do stuff like what we're doing right now. I think mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh I, I, I think I'm on a pretty good path right now. I just have to the, the uncertainty of this whole new industry can be hard sometimes because a lot of the time I'm just like, okay, what the hell am I doing? Um, and I, I might I might not be able to find what I'm looking for. I might like for some reason a website might not be working, like all this new technology. Uh, but other than that, I um, I think I'm on a good path, and I think I'm going to uh, just keep doing what I'm doing, keep learning. Um, I'll let you know what I, what I find out, of course. You know, if there's anything, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll we'll do this again sometime, and I'll be able to update you
0: on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So you you basically want to be um, also doing your own mixing and mastering, in in yeah, the end.
1: E- yeah, e- eventually the uh, uh, that that is a plan. But I I also understand that it is very helpful to have someone else. Have another ear, kind of mm-hmm. maybe catch yep, the things yep. that you might have uh, not been able to do like like ideally I will always have someone who I can at, at least consult at least at, at a minimum consult um, but uh, Yeah, like like uh, I want to do as much as I can by myself like the uh, because I'm really enjoying it and I, I do find it somewhat frustrating to uh, uh, To have to wait for other people. I, I can be kind of impatient um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> uh, e- e- Like yeah, I mean eventually I'd like to do as much as I can by myself with anything that's going to be like an authoritative song of mine is probably going
0: to be mixed and mastered by somebody else just, mm-hmm. just for that extra ear, but yeah. Okay, so, so you kind of uh, distinguish between uh, demos you want to do yourself, but some real album work, somebody will, will do it for you. Yeah, for sure. OK, sure. because, because I'm, I I mean, I don't know what's your, your time constraints right now or something, but for me always it's kind of like I'm always looking for people who can do things I need better than me because I'm with you. You can learn everything, but I don't um, I don't see the point in learning something kind of maybe half ass way. You know, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about myself. And and then just being able to do it, and somebody else does it maybe in half an hour. What where I n- need to to watch a lot of tutorials and and work for three hours or something? Uh, you you get my point. So I'm yeah. I'm more like um like I said more collaborating guy because uh, I know there's thousands of other people out there who are much better in certain things when I am. So I rather find them and you know help. And they help me out, and I help them out in a different capacity or something. So um, this is my approach. But I, under, you know, I respect yours, of course, and, and I understand. For an impatient person, that's yeah. the, the, the fun part. Today, you can everything yourself. You know, some um, you know I'm on SubmitHub. This is where where we met, right? Um, and I, I get a lot of uh, songs there and people write oh, I recorded this alone in my bedroom you know like <laughs> you can put in uh, when you uh, submit a song to me you can write something to it and then I'm like oh, <laughs> oh <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and, here we and go so, and yeah, yeah because often not always often it's really like okay yeah you can oh, man this is yeah okay it needs some polish you know like um, you know yeah. And, uh, but, but sometimes it's really great stuff. So, you know, some people really, um, know where things. And also you, you said with the artwork, I was also impressed by the artwork because for me, the first thing I see, when I see a new song is for artwork Be- before I, you know, click it and, and, and can hear the music. I see the artwork. So if I see a very badly Photoshopped, whatever, you know, thrown together stuff, yeah. then I'm really like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's get through this, and of course, sometimes I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. But most of the time, if it's a really bad cover, it's usually also not that great of a music. Because when you yeah. can see, um, like you did, uh, you you put some effort into it. You know that it kind of it fits with the music. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, bienvenue. Bienvenue. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you put some effort into it, and and this really shows. And this is, uh, you know, my recommendation to you anyway. But you're you're doing it already right. Um, to uh, you know, to 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 show that you care about your music and and the whole package. The cover is of course not the music, but it says a lot. And this is what what people like me see first if you send your song to other other people. Totally, totally, right. Um, maybe, um, this, this could be, I mean, only if you want to talk about it, um, is what are your strategies, uh, to promote yourself? I mean, we're, we're doing kind of a promotion right now, right? So, um, what else have you used and and maybe we can get into this and I can put my perspective on it because, you know, I'm in the game as well. So, um. Uh, what what's your what strategy has has worked for you best? You already said that you put it to this YouTube channel where you get one thousand uh, hits uh, on one day. What else have you done, or what was totally. successful for you?
1: Well, I've been uh, well, just emailing, reaching out, uh, talking to people has been very helpful. Uh, like a chat rooms, Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been uh, I've been pretty active on some Discord. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, just trying to find ways to uh, to politely obviously not trying to like I know you have millions of people throwing shit in your face all the time I'm uh, just trying to politely just um just like hey uh, my name's Josh sanitizers my my project here is what I have um uh, if it's something that you might be able to see on your playlist or your channel uh, I would love to talk more about it um and people have been very really, uh, appreciative of that um I, I think we're at an hour I think I actually have to go um I was um unfortunately this time but uh yeah the um uh, yeah. So, uh, in terms of um, uh, my networking, it, it's all just been like organic, as organic as possible. I like, uh, I'm trying to just absolutely just talk to people. Um, just try and be legit and organic as best as I can. And people have been really uh, uh, uh kind to that. but It
0: resonated well with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so you mean you need to go uh, now? I mean physically leave or what?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Uh, I, okay. I think, uh, We were talking about doing an hour, and I think uh, I I think I should do have to go at the moment. Uh, uh,
0: But uh, yeah, okay, 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 good. Then, then, uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Um, I will send you the links to to this talk uh, as soon as it's uploaded, and uh, it will become a a podcast also later on. You know, on Spotify and iTunes and wherever. Um, But this will take take a while because it's only I did only uh, do only once uh, a week. Um, so you're a little bit in the back end right now. That's no problem. Of course. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank okay. you. Thank you for your time. And uh, say hi to the lovely Montreal. Um, I love it. And um, yeah, talk to you in in a in a while. You know, when when you got some new stuff out, let's for talk sure. again.
1: Okay, Tobias. Yeah, it was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Montreal definitely misses you, and uh, <laughs> next, uh, you'll be back. You'll be back. Everyone, I, I will be
0: back. I hope so too. Let's let's uh, get this uh, Corona stuff over, and then then I will be back. That's for sure.
1: You got it. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Take care.